Are you ready? I'm waiting for you guys to tell me if you're ready or not. Are you ready? I am ready. Here we go. Hello, everyone. I'm Ben Irving, one of the lead producers on Anthem, and you're listening to the Freelancer Codex podcast. Welcome to the weekly episode of the Freelancer Codex podcast. Your host, Stephen, and co-hosts Mike, Devin, and JD are all set. Join us and tweet your questions at Freelancer Codex. Find us on Facebook at Freelancer Codex, or send emails to freelancercodex at gmail.com. Strap into your javelins, and let's drop in. Welcome, freelancers, to episode 67 of the Freelancer Codex podcast, the longest-running anthem podcast on the internet. Anyone else can say that? No, you can't. Prove it, you can't. So, this is a very <laughs> special episode. Why is it special, Devin? Why do you ask? Because it's 2019? Year um, of Anthem? I, yeah. Why I, is it so special, Steve? I was going to say because we're finally back from vacation and we're actually back podcasting. But, I mean, because it's yeah. 2019 and Anthem is actually going to be released in how many days? JD, I'm going to give this one to you now. I'm going to give you a warning. How many days until the launch of Anthem? 51. Hey, you got it. You know what that means, JD. <laughs> you were actually re- <laughs> you were actually reading the document this time. So there's 51 days until the launch of Anthem, which is pretty exciting. Even more exciting than that is that if you are an Origin Access Premier subscriber on the PC, you will actually get to play the game in 44 days, which is pretty awesome. If you have EA Access on Xbox or the PC, um, and not that whole Access Premiere thing. You'll actually get to play the game for 10 hours in 44 days. Um, that's a limited time, so you only get 10 hours if you go that route. Um, if you have a PlayStation 4, you don't get access to that at all. I'm sorry. That sucks for you guys. I wish it was different, but it's not. There is a full demo, an open demo for everybody. You don't even have to pre-order the game. And that happens on the 1st of February, and that is only 30 days away from today. And the one thing that is the most exciting is that this month, if you have pre-ordered the game anywhere, if you have subscribed on Origin Access Premiere, you will get access to a demo that will be happening in 23 days. So in 23 days, we are finally at the same month when you will be able to play Anthem for the first time if you weren't in the alpha or whatever. For the first time you can actually talk about it, you'll be able to play Anthem, which is pretty exciting. Mike, levels of excitement for you right now that you get to play Anthem this month? Oh, I'm excited. Um, it's going to be fun. It was, it's been a long time coming. We've seen all kinds of trailers. We've seen live streams. We've seen uh, John and Ben and Mike playing. We've, we, we want to play this game. We want to get our hands on controllers and, or mice and keyboards, and we're going to go at it. And it's exciting. It's cool because it's finally here. Um, it's almost like a kid at Christmas. Um, it's still far away, but it's coming. It'll be here soon. So we can, we can stop licking our lips a little bit, but we still kind of do that because we hold on to every morsel that is out there. And We're some of us aren't excited. very hydrated. So if you're licking your lips a lot, you should probably some drink some more water. <laughs> should. You should drink some more water, but it's going to be a fun time. And, and I think everybody who, I think all of our listeners understand how fun it is, how fun it's going to be and, and how long this road has been and how long the wait is and the uh, the info droughts and then the floodgates that have opened and then closed again and so we're excited. This is going to be fun. We're gonna we're gonna strap in and and jump in as it were. So and drop in, I think, is the line. So strap everyone's in and a, drop in, strap in, <laughs> drop in, and get out or something. Well, I didn't I didn't think it was two ins. So strap in, drop in, strap it, it, strap into your javelin. Have a little bit more space between. Drop it's like out. Everybody strap into your javelins. 
and let's, let's jump in. in. And let's let's just play let's, it again. No, let's not do that. So everyone's very excited, <laughs> um, except for that one person that's not excited. You know who you are. So I mean, sorry that you're not so excited, excited that this game is going to be coming out. And you know what you say to that get person? Excited. You say, "Hey, shut up, I want." And that's what Mike says to a lot of the people that aren't excited about it. Okay, guys, we just had a big holiday. We were off. So how was you guys' holidays, Mike? You've been talking, so we'll go down to JD. JD, how was your holiday? Thanks, Steve. Uh, no problem. So uh, still sick. Still sick, unfortunately. We'll spend a lot of time in and out of the doctor's office. Um, however, um, they did give me some medicine, so I was able to go on a little vacation uh, up to Big Bear. And uh, I took my dog out there. Big Bear is uh, a got- lake? Uh, big, uh, big. There's Big Bear Lake, and then there's also Big Bear Mountain. It's just uh, basically like the best place for like uh, like the the snowiest area in Southern California. Um, Californians know it pretty well. Um, California's a big state. The only the closest place uh, aside from Big uh, Big Bear Mountain is like maybe Mammoth or June Lake uh, up in like Central California, and then you get up into like the Reno Lake Tahoe area um, that you could also go to, but. I got to take my dog out in Big Bear Village, and she got to play in the snow. We ended up using my friend's, uh, like, windshield, uh, not windshield, uh, like, windshield cover, like the little, like, foil cover to keep the heat from getting in as an impromptu sled, and we went sledding. So, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah I thought I thought you were going to use your friend's as the windshield cover. I thought that was going a different direction. <laughs> I didn't oh, know where it was going, but now I'm picturing Mike's. Wow, okay. Very cool. Sounds like fun. I'm glad you guys didn't get eaten by big bears because I imagine that it's named Big Bear for a reason, that you encounter big bears there. The big or six. So you're going to have a lot of practice fighting those. Devin, how was your holiday? Uh, you know, I've been off for three weeks now, so that's been good. But uh, we have the flu pretty heavily here. So My wife's been sick. My kids are sick. I've been sick. I've been better. And then I'm sick again. And so, Sounds like a fantastic time. It, <clears throat> you know, we almost didn't get to go to Christmas with my family because they're like, oh, you guys are sick. Stay away. We stayed away the whole weekend before Christmas when all my family came down. They're like, why did we all come down when you guys aren't coming? <laughs> and we're like, "What do you, we're all sick. What do you want us to do? And uh, it's what weird. You know, it's like you're sick for a couple of days and it goes away and you feel fine. And then I'm sick again. It's I don't know. It was weird. So we were good for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, and then the very you know twenty sixth, all of us were sick again. It was weird. So yeah, that is very weird. At least you got to enjoy the twenty fifth at least, and do yep. that whole fun stuff. So sorry that you guys are sick. Um, hopefully you can take the medicine. Uh, meth I hear helps really well with stuff like that. So if you have a dealer or anyone, Please. that... we we neither we neither support or condone. The use of methamphetamines. Please, if you have a problem, find your. Oh, I was thinking acetaminophen. That's where I was getting confused. (laughs) That explains the last time I was sick. Hmm. (laughs) It's all coming together. (laughs) All right, Uh, Mike, your holiday. (laughs) Oh, it was so much fun. Um, We we crammed as much as we could into it, which kind of made it feel super rushed and super super crazy. But we we actually just got back from the mountain today. We went up to Purgatory, which is in uh, Durango, Colorado. The kiddos did snowboarding for the first time with a 10-year-old, the 8-year-old, and the 4-year-old. The 4-year-old killed it. She was awesome. And it was just a fun time. Tons of snow. Um, the mountain's been getting hammered. Our little town has been getting hammered, which doesn't usually happen. 
So it's just yeah. been it's just been a really fun it's been a really fun break, really fun holiday. I hope hope everyone else's was just as good, if not better. We appreciate it. Uh, Steve, what about you? How was your holiday? Uh, mine was okay. I spent a lot of time home and nice. then quickly had to go back to work because my kids drive me crazy. So other than that, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. It was a good time. It was a good holiday. Glad to be. I mean, it was like this whole holiday, we haven't had a lot of new Anthem news. So I was kind of like antsy, like, man, this has been like the one week where like you haven't gotten the little tidbits of information that we didn't know about. I mean, the devs are still answering tons of questions on Twitter. We've been talking about what's going to happen in the VIP demo, what's going to happen in the demos coming up. We know that we're going to be able to play with all four javelins. We know that they've changed a couple of of things. Like um, you're going to start with an old ranger javelin that you have. Then when you hit level two, you're going to have the option to either go Colossus, Storm, Ranger, or Interceptor, but in a new fashion. That's something that they've changed recently. So that's not the you're going to start out with the Ranger from level 1 to level 5, and then you get to pick. So we still don't know what's going to happen after that, but we know at level 2 you'll be able to pick exactly which Javelin you want to start with. Um, so whether that's the Ranger, you get a brand new Ranger, that's shiny, or you get a Storm, or you get an Interceptor, that fourth one that no one really cares that much about. So you can start out with those things um, <laughs> that you want. So, Oh, I remember why this is a very special episode. It's episode 67 of the Freelancer Codex podcast, and we are going to do a giveaway. Before we left for a break, we said, hey, we're going to have this caption contest. Uh, our Mike found a nice little picture of the three devs that have been on the show um, in action while they were doing their stream. Clipped that out, and we said, hey, you guys throw us up some captions on this. We'll pick a random winner, and then we'll give them the option of getting the game for free. Um, we will get them the Legion of Dawn edition on the Xbox, Legion of Dawn edition on PlayStation 4, or a one-year subscription to Origin Access Premiere. So that's pretty cool of us. Let's all pat ourselves on the back for being awesome. <laughs> so right now, I am going to do some magicry. Magicry? Magic? I guess you could just say magic. You don't have to say magicry, right? Because magic essentially is magic, so you don't... Okay. Um, thanks, guys. Your big help for me this what? whole time we've been here. Where was that going? I, I truly, need... Truly, you have a dizzy wizardry. intellect. The problem is, JD, you're Here's like on a 10-second delay, and I have no idea when you're like helping me out or if you're just <laughs> leaving me out to drive for about 10 seconds. All right, I mean... Mike, I need a drum roll, but like a very special 2019 drum roll, not just like a normal drum roll that you normally do. I want you guys to keep going. I do not want you to stop. I am still doing my thing, so please continue on. Can we stop now? No, I'm not even looking. I'm just listening now. Uh, oh, no. Okay, guys. I found one. As as enjoyable as that was, and I would let you keep going for longer. So, I appreciate that. <clears throat> Isaac Black Games um, has won our contest with the submission of... So, we, for our audio listeners, if you do not follow us on Twitter or had access to this contest, I apologize. We'll do more for the podcast listeners in the future. But this is a picture of, during the stream, Mike Gamble is staring off into the distance. Like, uh, how would, JD, how would you describe Mike Gamble's expression in this caption contest? I mean, he's definitely, he's just focused elsewhere. You know, it's just... You can tell that he is not engaged with what the other two are saying. He's actually playing the game? 
and uh, okay, his, yeah. and then we have Mike. How would you describe uh, John and Ben here? So John and Ben um, are having a a conversation, and they're kind of it's almost like they both paused in thought. One one posed a question, um, and they're they're both kind of like searching for the answer, and they're kind of uh, looking at each other. So, all right. So in this caption. Um, Mike Gamble is thinking to himself, because that's a thought bubble, and he says, I am poning so hard right now. And poning, for the younger listeners, means you're doing something good, I think. And then John Mortar says, should we tell him that his controller isn't plugged in? And Ben says, no, it's better this way. So, randomly selected. Um, let's see. See, this is really confusing, because it says Isaac Black Games, but then his Twitter name is Stephen S. Gibson. So, I'm going to call him Stevis, Stephen S. Gibson Isaac Black. So that's a long name. That's a lot of names. So but you're the lucky winner, and we'll send out some information to you so you can get that free thing. So, guys, were there any other submissions that you really enjoyed that you wanted to read out on the air? Uh, no. Yeah, there was one. Okay. Um, there was one here. Sorry, I was I was contemplating your question. So this one, the uh, the user um, uh, cropped out, and now we're just looking at John and Ben. And then the caption is the face you make when you're about to finish when the face you sorry sorry the face <laughs> you make when you are about to say we finish each other's sentences but she says sandwiches and it was funny because it's a frozen nod and so they're they're kind of staring at each other uh, Ben's got his mouth open like what and John kind of the same kind of thing so I thought that one was funny Definitely. I didn't explain it the way I wanted to no I, mean, I fell over my words but sometimes that happens. We're just coming back from vacation. Yeah. Uh, There's another good one here. Mike, as he's looking off in the distance, as Mike does, sometimes I don't think they even appreciate my use of the flares in combat. (laughs) And the bubble for John says, he knows that does absolutely no damage, right? And then Ben's bubble says, just let him have his fun. (laughs) That one is good. Mike threw out a ton of flares. Yeah, JD, did you have a favorite? Uh, so you have Mike thinking it was a conspiracy not to tell me about the acid, and then you have John saying, "I think we hurt Mike's feelings," and Ben saying, "He'll get over it." Yeah, the acid was pretty funny. Don't stand in the acid, and you won't die. So uh, there, <laughs> there was one by unfortunately. User. Un- hang on, unfortunately, these a lot of them kind of poke a little bit of fun at Mike. Um, but Mike, we know that you can take it because because you're you're a strong uh, freelancer. So, <laughs> like like stay with it, man. It's it's all good. We, well, we appreciate I, you being there. I don't I don't want to like I, mean, I don't want to make it feel like we're like digging at Mike, dogging on Mike, those screws. So I mean, you, you say that you are resident Mike. So. But the but the no, caption Mike, that you took out, Mike. Mike. Like it, under, it lends to that. the the comedic <laughs> aspect of this caption is that Mike is over there by himself while Ben and um, John are having a conversation. So if it's anyone's it, fault, it's probably your fault that you picked this specific mine. caption. So it is Mike my fault. And I just I just happened to push pause on the stream, and and that was just what it was. And I thought this is an opportunity. So anyway, Mike, we love you. We appreciate you. Love to have you back on the show. He's never coming back now. So the, my favorite one, that uh, my favorite one, because it's really weird. So it's by Aris Arena. I don't know how to say that, but so Ben says, Ben looks at John and says, "You don't love me." <laughs> I can't even read it. It makes me laugh. So 
So Ben says, <laughs> he looks at John and says, you don't even love me anymore. And John says, fool, I've always loved you. And then Mike off in the distance uh, says, I wonder what feet taste like. I'm like, what? What? This makes no sense. But it had me laughing. I must have been really late, or I must have been on that meth that I took instead of a set of metaphine. That made that funny. But so Codex podcast does not approve or condone. No, I don't think. No, we don't. So back on to the anthem stuff. So congratulations, Stephen S. Gibson or Isaac Black Games. I don't know whatever your real name actually is, but we're going to get in contact with them, and they're going to win something, and that'll be a lot of fun for them. Okay, so one thing that we talked about already, we talked about the information that we learned about this week is that when you hit level two, you're actually going to have an option to pick a different javelin. You don't just have to go with the ranger for five levels, so that was pretty cool. We also learned that GameSpot is going to get an exclusive vinyl if you pre-order the game through them. So I wanted to ask you guys, has there, first of all, um, does this vinyl like say, "Hey, I need to cancel the pre-orders I have digitally right now and go over to GameStop"? Does that do anything for you guys, or is this just kind of like it is what it is and whatever? No, it looks. I mean, it looks just like. I mean, I'm, I don't want to say generic, but it looks just like the GameStop. It's got the GameStop colors, you know. So I mean, it's their typical, you know, same kind of thing they do with with everything. They put their colors on it and. They call it the GameStop, whatever. And uh, <clears throat> I used to do stuff at GameStop a lot, but on <laughs> I would get the game digitally, and I would have a pre-order at GameStop, and I would just totally abuse their system because I would just move my pre-order from one game to the next and get the pre-order bonuses for all the games that I would buy digitally through Xbox. <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> so you would you, knew, you would never have them <clears throat> fulfill the pre-order. No, yeah, I would never have the. I would never pay off the game and fulfill the pre-order. I would just move that pre-order money, like the next time I wanted to put it to a different game. You were just min-maxing your money. Yep, I was just sticking it to GameStop because I don't like GameStop. <laughs> but you kept going there. <laughs> yeah, because I would get you know this. Well, this technically this was before I stopped going there. Um, I haven't shopped there since uh, you know Halo Four, so. So you were just sticking it to the man. I thought you bought Halo 4 at Best Buy. Oh, no, I didn't. No, it was. Yeah, did I get Halo 4 at Best Buy? Pretty sure Must you did. Halo, Halo Reach was at uh, GameStop. Yeah, because I remember, yeah, then, yeah. And then I never bought games at Best Buy after that, too. Yeah, that was a bad deal for you. JD, what do you think about this vinyl, this decal? I, I mean, I don't <clears> think <throat> it, it looks particularly interesting. I, I'm kind of with Devin on this one, where... I, I used to do stuff like that at GameStop. Um, I know that had it not been for some of the stuff that GameStop uh, offered, I, I don't think I ever would have played Dragon Age Origins. So, because um, they were like, oh, if you if you buy Dragon Age Origins at you know GameStop, you get the Blood Dragon armor in Mass Effect 2. And I was like, that looks really awesome. I want that in Mass Effect 2. So I bought Dragon Age Origins and became a Dragon Age fan. <laughs> so... So you owe it all to GameStop, then, is what you're saying, for their 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 advertising worked on you. You know, learn something new every day. Mike, does this do yeah. anything for you? Do you even care? No, sorry, I okay. tuned out. So, so um, my question is, for no. you not caring, um, <laughs> does for, 
Because we don't know if this decal is ever going to be unlockable. I'm guessing it's not going to be unlockable any other way except for this pre-order. So it's very possible that there's going to be a slot open in your, I don't even know what you would call it, your inventory. That inventory? This is, that you, this has a lock on it. Didn't know you, you didn't know we would call it an inventory? I don't know what you're going to call it, all right? Whatever you're going to call it, vault, inventory, space in your Strider. That there will have an icon that has a lock on it that you'll never be able to access. Does that bug you at all? Just knowing that, oh, I'm never going to get that. I'll just put a piece of tape over it, and it'll be fine. Okay. I mean, if they put that in there, that would be <laughs> annoying, but I don't think, you know, that they're going to put an exclusive now, thing if for it's, pre-orders. If it's I mean, it'd be little, the same for anybody with Legion of Dawn. If it's, it the, wood, if it's the wood vinyl, I'm going to be mad. I'll go out of my way to get a wood vinyl. <laughs> I'd I'd have to go get it. But boy, howdy, let me tell you. Yeah, so so I I think for me this I actually don't mind that this we knew that there was going to be exclusives to a lot of the retailers and I'm glad it's just this final and it's not something super awesome like a special weapon or something that's like cuz to me it's just like you said Devin it's generic it's different colors there's a little bit of a design to it and I'm like okay for the people that want to do that that probably shop at games um stop all the time that's probably like a nice added bonus to them but that vinyl that design does nothing for me so I'm like okay whatever um, I'm just going to keep my digital pre-order that I have through, you know, I've got one through Xbox and I've got Origin Access Premiere. So it's like, I'm glad it's this way. I'm glad it's not something super cool that these guys are like, you know what? We really want you guys to buy from GameStop. This is like the coolest looking armor. I'm glad it wasn't like a bit pack, um, that actually changes your, the physical appearance of your javelin. I'm glad they didn't do that. Cause that would kind of make me mad. Cause that, that's one of the things I kind of want to collect all the different ways that you can um, change the appearance of your javelin. Just a vinyl and a decal. Um, not too upset about it. So I'm glad they went this route. I'm guessing we're going to see some stuff from from Best Buy. Um, I guess through Best, Best Buy, Buy, though, we saw that Best Buy is selling a $10 steel case for Anthem. Mm-hmm. But it's just it says yeah. it's a DVD mm-hmm. Blu-ray case. But it's just the case. There's nothing else in there. And I guess it glows yep. in the dark, apparently. So, 10 bucks and you can put your game disc in there if you want. Oh, it glows in the dark. It, yeah, the that the means, front of it glows in the dark. It was wicked cool in the nineties. Or yeah, I don't think glowing. I mean, this is weird. I have other games done this, and I've just been like living in under a cave. Under a cave? Do you live under a cave or in a cave? Probably in a cave under a rock. I think you live in a cave. In a cave under a rock. Yeah. So I mean, basically, Best Buy does a lot of steel cases uh, for a lot of things, movies, everything. I mean, this isn't out of the normal. For them, you know, to just create a uh, still case for you to buy to put your movie or whatever in. That's just a special edition. That's more than just the cardboard or plastic that it comes in. But I mean, usually I when mean, they do that, it's... though, don't they include the game with it? They do. So I mean, they obviously they want you to pre-order the game there with it. But I don't know. I mean, are you able to buy this without doing a pre-order, or do you have to do a pre-order of the of the game? Also, no, you can buy this by itself. Okay. That yeah, I'm so at, weird. Yeah, I'm. I'm guessing they're hoping that you buy it there with it, but I don't know. I mean, I mean because then you don't get any other. There's no other um, digital goods that come with this. It's just the case. Yeah, it's just the case. And it I mean, that's the case. Collectors, but that's not really going to bring in like a, a like a sizable chunk of the audience. I mean, because I like the only people that are probably going to buy that are like the hardcore fans and collectors that like they need to have like everything from anthem and i mean i don't even really like steelbook cases like every time i've ever gotten a steelbook case like i usually just 
toss it aside or like I don't get rid of it. Like, but you know, because it usually has like nice art on it. But I just leave my disc in the box it came in because it's I don't know what it is about steelbook cases, but they feel like inferior for actually getting the disc out sometimes. Yeah, the only time I had a steelbook case was in Halo Two. I really liked that that case. Well, and where is that case? Well, you display all your Halo Two stuff, so it's you're weird storage. like that. Oh, you're. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of weird. It's like, I guess it's cool, but, I mean, how many people are actually going to do this? I consider myself a hardcore Anthem fan. I'm going to get all the art books and all that other stuff. But a $10 steel case, I'm like, no, I think I can pass on this, and I won't feel sad at all. I don't think I'm ever going to be like, oh, man, remember that time I could have bought that steel case that I didn't? I mean, it just seems very, very odd to Till me. So I buy it, and then I show you, and you're like... But then it, like, glows in the dark, and... It, and the front of it, not even the spine of it, glows in the dark. And like, who displays their just their cases like that? I don't think anyone does. Yeah. Like um, Blockbuster did, and then they went out of business. So that's probably a bad idea. It just seems really. I mean, it just seems really weird. There's not even like a shirt included, or like even a digital code for a um, blue and yellow decal. So I don't know. Why, why? Why does glow in the dark even still relevant? Like that's like that's such a weird thing to include. Like you don't even I can't even think of any time where glow in the dark is a selling places that it glows are the eyes, right? So I mean it I mean like I have a shirt that's like Green Lantern, the Green Lantern symbol like glows in the dark, but I'm not super excited about that. I only remember when it gets dark. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's not a selling point. You're not wrong. It is very dumb. <laughs> All right, we're moving on from this. I know Mike was really excited about it. And we've just been kind of trashing on it. So, Mike, I know you're going to buy it. I'm excited <laughs> for you. Um, pick up an extra one no. for me. Don't tell anyone. So, Ben Irving <laughs> has it's confirmed. got a ranger on the front. It's got a ranger no on the front. More. So, Ben Irving has confirmed that there are daily and weekly challenges. I think this is something that we kind of expected, but he did confirm it on the Reddit. We don't know anything else other than that. Um, I mean, Mike. Uh, John and Ben have been talking a lot on Twitter about some things, a lot of old stuff, not a lot of new stuff, mostly questions about the VIP demo. I think um, one that just recently came up while we were recording, um, let me find it real quick. Mike was talking about playing God of War 3, and I guess he finally beat it. God of War 4? It's God of War 4, right? Yeah, God of War 4. Because 3 came out a long time ago, and he says, you guys are going to have to stall for me while I find this. You guys can do that, right? Okay. Help me out. What kind of, while you're drumming, what kind of daily and weekly challenges do you think they'll actually have? Um, I postulate that one of the daily challenges will be to replay one of the Crit Path missions. For um, added XP and maybe a weekly challenge would be to, um, I think it's going to be one of those collect kind of things. No, no, I don't, I don't agree with that. Um, I'll get back to you on the weekly. Maybe it's going to be, what do you think, JD? Uh, I, think. <laughs> I gotta think. I, I, I think, I, I think for the weekly events, uh, I think we're going to see something similar. Uh, it's probably going to be like improved upon, definitely. But I think we're going to see uh, weekly events similar to what we used to see in like Mass Effect Three multiplayer and uh, Dragon Age Inquisition multiplayer, where basically like they'll have like a kind of like in-game or like uh, in-world event, like something like um, the Brutes uh, have finally rallied together and are now uh, coming to assault uh, the right. finally unionized. And uh, yeah, they got They're together. Better uh, health care. 
they they elected a representative and they're like we want in Fort Tarsus we're bipedal too and uh you know what th- like usually when that happened like Mass Effect 3 multiplayer that just means that like the spawn rate of certain enemies were higher and the challenge would be something along the lines of like players you're challenged to uh uh, to take these increased spawn rate enemies and kill as many of them as possible. Uh, and if you kill more than this point, you'll lower their um, spawn rate for like the next couple of weeks. However, if you fail, they're going to, they're going to spawn even more and they're going to be even stronger for the next couple of weeks. So it had like, it had like uh, uh, rewards and consequences depending on how well the community performed. Um, and that was like, I really liked that in Mass Effect 3. It was really well done because that would mean like gold events and platinum challenges were really, really hard at times because we failed to kill a good number of banshees. Just get good, JD. Get good. All right. So Dallas3324-5586 on Twitter asked Mike Gamble and Ben Irvin, what is a contract? Because people are saying legendary contract and stuff. I'm confused. And then Mike Gamble says legendary contracts are repeatable, dynamic, end game content which takes you out into the world to satisfy certain objectives they are hella difficult non-legendary contracts are given to you earlier as an attempt to train you so that's the information he also responded there's another one that asked him like what does dynamic mean <clears throat> it says they will send you to different areas and ask you to do a variation of tasks each time and then Dallas also says, okay, so mostly they're side quests. Okay. Also, is the story change by voice, like the world shape, change, or one story? So Mike Gamble says, not sure I'm following the question. He says, oh, I gotcha. The world changes based on Bioware changing it. For Tarsus will change based on your decisions. So we kind of knew that information. And then he says, yeah, just ask me anything you ever need. So, and then... We also got a very interesting, um, why is this not coming up right now? Here it is. We also got Mike Gamble sent out a uh, quick poll to ask people what the most, uh, their favorite javelin is so far. And I want you guys to take a guess. What is the most favorite javelin of the four out of 2,637 votes? Last I checked, Storm. I would say the Storm. With what percent do you guys think? Uh, 38%. Mm, you're close, but no. I was thinking it was like 36 and then 28 for Colossus. Ranger had the least, I believe. And then it was the Interceptor that had like 20-something. So we have 31% at the Storm right now. And then 26 uh, for the Colossus, which is really surprising because the Colossus is just like, oh, there's the Colossus. The Ranger is at 23% and the Interceptor is at 20%. So, oh, wow. Which is kind of surprising. I figured I figured the Interceptor after the last stream that they had would be kind of up there. But I guess not. But only 2,637 people have voted. Hmm. Seems very low to me. Got to get more people you know, in we here. We put it out today. So. <laughs> That's very true. So interesting stuff. Um, shoot. One of the other things that we also had. we um, I was on a show with the Freelancer Enclave. Freelancer Enclave, for people that don't know, is where a bunch of content creators in... Uh, streamers get together to talk about the game to try to build up, um, I guess, hype for the game. So you could go to fl-enclave 
com to go to their website and if you are a streamer if you're thinking about getting into streaming or creating content you can go there for some resources for a bunch of people that do that and we did a live stream state of the game i was on there with sploom and sploom is a streamer and then with ai bags from that other pod that other help oh, i guess he doesn't do a podcast it's more of a web show right so yep. you can go on there. We talk a lot about we talk a lot about Anthem from the very beginning. They wanted to do kind of a state of the game, but the game hasn't been released yet. So we kind of went over a lot of the streams that we saw. It was a good time. You can go over there, check it out if you want to hear a couple of people just geek out about Anthem a little bit more. I mean, you're already here. You might as well go listen to a bunch of other people geek out about Anthem, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You might as well. All right, guys. That is kind of it, unless there's something that's come up that you guys saw that you really want to talk about um, that happened in the last two weeks while everyone was on vacation. Because even Bioware, I think the majority of them were on vacation, so not a lot had happened. Yeah. No. Nothing? Nope, not much has happened, unfortunately. We've all just been twiddling our a... anthem fingers. We all have been. I well, think I think we went dark, too. I don't think I've turned on my phone in 38 years. I I, I took a little bit of a break. I took a break from the Discord from online, and I just spent time with friends and family. Very cool. You take a break from the Discord, JD? I mean, like, I, I popped in like The moderator takes a break. <laughs> I was going to say, I guess. I thought I saw more of you in there than I had in a while. No, I, I was in there like maybe like four times like in the last like week, maybe five times. I mean, I was active today. But that's because we were recording today, and I wanted like, hey, JD's not dead. So (laughs) I guess that's a good way to figure that. Okay, so one thing that did happen that I think we would not be doing our job is um, voices for people out there that are looking for information on Anthem, that there was a leak um, that came out from someone data mined the client from the alpha, and they put it out there, and it was up on the Reddit for a long time. It's probably still there if that's something you're interested in, I guess. But um, people are still under NDA, so proceed at your own risk. Um, But it happened. It's out there. I'm actually really surprised that there's not been a lot of fanfare over it. I think people have just kind of moved on and just be like, all right, there it is. I don't know if people are just terrified because um, Bioware really made an example of a couple people that were streaming the thing and took away a lot of their content. So, I mean, good on them for say, enforcing the NDA that they have. So I think yep. if if we didn't mention it, it would be kind of like, hey, <clears throat> are you guys like, you know, who are you, are you speaking just to, to please developers or are you actually speaking for the people that want to play this game? So. Well, Ben kind of, did talk about the NDA a little bit. Um, somebody asked him, like, when can people talk about the alpha? <laughs> and he's like, that NDA is for life. <laughs> and uh, he's like, so much has changed since that build, you know, that they don't want people to have misinformation or be confused. And so I was just like, wow, that's kind of surprising, like how much, you know, how much has really changed, I guess. For people who played the alpha, they'll they'll be the ones who know, <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, for those who didn't, then they won't know any difference. But um, yeah, no, I mean, I guess that's one good thing about the demo coming up this month is it's really hard not to talk about stuff. So, <laughs> I mean, pretty soon we'll be able to, and and like you said, like. I mean, maybe they, they released a client that people could go down my because they knew it was going to happen, that there wasn't going to be anything spoilery in there that no one would care anyway, right? So now we have the opportunity to actually play the game. And then, I mean, they, I think they got pretty lucky because normally people, like, get on these data mines and they just 
go through everything. People are talking about it all the time. They're showing off whatever they have. And this just really hasn't happened, which is kind of surprising to me. I mean, every time World of Warcraft releases a new client, a new patch, that thing is data mined the day it comes out. All the new information is leaked. I mean, they have story spoilers in those things. And they tell people, hey, you know, they're story spoilers. And people don't. I mean, some people care. Some people don't. The nice thing is, like, people, they can make up their own decision. If they want to go in there to get the story spoilers, they can. If not, they can avoid it. JD, your camera is flipped if you want to flip it back to your face. Just as a FYI. Not on my screen. What are you talking about? No, it's only on my screen. Well, I don't see. It's it's Steve, but... um, I don't see JD's face at all. That's funny. What, what did I say? Did I say Mike? Yeah, it happens all the time. So, I mean, I guess we're just kind of used oh, to it no. by now. That it's happened all the time. I was thinking that. So, earlier it was funny because I was thinking so the three of us, you know, Steve and Mike, myself, are all playing with the Origin premiere, right? JD yes, hasn't, mm-hmm. you know, jumped on that bandwagon yet. So, that. Uh, uh, <clears throat> that I, I'm broke. I am broke. <laughs> I know. I understand. Uh, I know. I you just, tell us a bunch, JD. Uh, <laughs> I was just <laughs> thinking about how that's going to be a really difficult podcast because um, we'll <laughs> have been playing since the previous Friday, and then one choices to, to, choices are going to be made <laughs> to stop playing the game and do the podcast, and two, how how do we have the podcast without uh, revealing everything to everyone? It's gonna be, I mean, it's I gonna could, be a spoiler I could also, cast. I, I could, I could dun, just, you know, not be there. So, dun, I mean, I guess that's dun. true. Whenever we're just gonna have to be like spoiler cast. Here's what, we, <laughs> you know, that's true. I mean, I think, I think we would have to talk about everything that that happened. We we need to talk about story right then. You can't just gloss over it, right? I mean, we'll do a whole yeah. spoiler warning. We'll do a spoiler show, but I mean, JD can decide to be there if not. I mean. You'll be able to watch people stream it and get story that way if you wanted. So I'm sure we'll make a big decision when it comes. That's going to be a hard week for a lot of people <laughs> that yeah, it, don't have origin premiere. I mean, that's one of the main reasons why we decided, you know, okay, we're going to go PC because there's a full yep. week of people having access to it. I mean, that the week of a game, the first week where a game gets released, I mean, for a lot of games, that's kind of like a make it or break it. There's a lot of other games that have been able to, you know, that didn't do so hot at release that, you know, patches and updates have brought it back to life. But there's a lot of games that, you know, you you have a very short window to make an impact. And if you don't make an impact in a world with Fortnite, it's very tough to find a base and to feel like, you know, you're being profitable. I mean, we see games from activision that you know they get released like they even talked about destiny too not being you know hitting hitting the mark that they wanted from activision so i mean it's tough it's scary to be a triple a developer spending eight years making a game and it's like okay you know week one we can either it's either we're either going to do good or we're going to spend a lot of time you know making updates and patching and then you're going to be see at these you're going to be no man's sky playing catch up and trying to get that market share back and unfortunately, there's like a billion games coming out um, in February. The Division so 2 is going to come out. out. Metro's coming out. Crackdown will be out. Um, shoot, this month we're going to have Kingdom Hearts 3 that's been in development for 46 years. And that's finally going to be released. And Woo! people are still not going to know how that story is or how it lines up. So that'll be amazing. But, I mean, <laughs> it's tough. I'm excited for Anthem. I hope other people are, and I hope it shows well. And I'm excited for this first demo that people are actually going to be able to stream because that's going to be a big part of getting people on board for the game, 
buying the game and playing it. So we've got two demos until that happens. So here we go. I'm excited for it. So one thing that I wanted to do, because this is the beginning of 2019, I love doing prediction shows and I love doing stupid game shows where you compete against each other. Because if you're not competing against someone, then what's the point, right? If you and your wife or you're doing dishes and you're trying to throw knives at the dishwasher to see who can land it in there, if you're not doing that, you're doing it wrong. So so here's what we're going to do. We're going to do a bunch of predictions for 2019 for the game of Anthem. Each of us are going to make five predictions and then how we are going to do this. The other three, as we make a prediction, we are going to rank that person's prediction on a scale of one to ten based on how hard or how likely that prediction is going to come through. And then we're going to average that score. <laughs> We're going to average that score, and then at the end of the year, we're going to tally this up, and we're going to see who's going to win. And you know what we should do? The winner is going to get a steel bookcase for Anthem um, at the end of this, okay? So that's going to be the price. It glows in the dark, and it's going to be fully charged. So I think JD gets really worked up about glow-in-the-dark stuff. He really does, which is really weird, but there must have been like something in your past... Where glow in the dark <laughs> things happen. What, Mike? Look, glow okay, stick, let him Steve's down. Games, Steve's <laughs> games are really simple, and you know they're what? They're really they're follow. super complicated. They're so really we also have a couple of predictions that some listeners sent in. So we're going to go over those also, and we can rank those also just for fun. So my first prediction, guys, and this is kind of how it's going to go. So Anthem will receive a Metacritic score between eighty-three and ninety. So that a is my uh, like Metacritic. They critique, critique the medical profession? What's going on here? Yeah, so based on like how catheters are put in, um, wounds are clean, <laughs> they kind of rate you. So based on the medical critique score, we're going to do that. So I'm going to say it's going to be between 83 and 90. So that is my first prediction. So you guys get to rate on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 being that's really easy or 10 being like, man, that's really difficult and there's no way that's going to happen. Because the harder the prediction is, the more oh, points so I'm like going to get. One. No, no. So I'm going One. for... No, you shut up while I talk. <laughs> so if my prediction is difficult, like if I say, hey, Anthem is going to hit 100 on Metacritic, that would be ranked at a 10 because that's really high. And, you know, I don't think any games get 100 on Metacritic. So I would get more points because that was a tough prediction that I made. Gotcha. One. I see. So he tells us the rules after we make our predictions. All right. Yeah. But he I'm, knows beforehand the rules. I'll Therefore, give it a seven. Give him the edge on the point. Everything else was under NDA. All right, so JD is <laughs> going to say seven, so I'm going to put seven here. Mike. One. Okay, so you're going to skew the whole thing. So you're going to say <laughs> that am. you're going to say with with confidence that yeah, they're going to hit between an 83 and a 90 on the Metacritic score. <laughs> what if they no. go over 90? Right, at your thing. So yeah. It's not. It's not that I don't have like a lot of a lot of faith in Anthem. It's just that I do know there's a lot of like EA hate out there that might skew the score. So, so, so instead of like going with the user score, we can go with like the um, oh the, the critic. critic score. Yeah. Like the, okay. Because there's two scores. It's like Ron. We'll go, I'll write in here with the uh, critic score. If that's score. the case, then I'll probably say like a. Uh, I'll, I'll probably say like a three then. So you're saying that they're going to easily hit 83 to 90. Every other looter shooter has not been in the 80s i i you know what i got i i, I got faith in bioware if it's just from a critical angle um, what was borderlands th- borderlands was 81 i think i'm looking for it right now i'm on the site i'm looking for Borderlands. Yeah, what is it um you said 81 i think it was- i think so no 
I think the lowest uh, the lowest critic score on well for Bioware is I think maybe just like a seventy eight. So it's not like yeah, but that's a Bioware super RPG. Super We're talking hours. like looter yeah, shooter, I know. brand new IP, produced by EA, published by EA. Okay, okay, okay. Five, five. Oh, geez, that's way down there. Five. A B C D E F G. Devin, what are this you going is, with? Uh, yeah, the works. Uh, I'll put a six on there. Mike. Okay, let me let me figure this out here. Try to figure out how computers work. I won't go a one just to mess with your game. I know. I'll you say I just veto. I'll say four. Man, you guys are going real low on this. All right, Devin. Well, you, so that like we determine if you win or not, right? So right. So obviously, if, we're gonna go low. Or you could just so save the rules for afterwards. But. So so if I get this right, I'll get five points. Okay. So Devin, your first prediction. We have a bunch of these, so. My first prediction is the companion app launches at or before E3 2019. (laughs) Sorry, that's because I was looking at a different... I'm okay. I'm going to say that's... I don't think it's going to launch before then, so I will give you an 8. Because I think that it's highly unlikely that it launches before E3. Because we've heard nothing about it. Tell me when E3 is. E3 is in June. June? Oh. So you got six months, and we've heard nothing about a companion app. So we've heard nothing about a companion app. Just not at launch. Yeah, not at launch. Is oh. it my turn? Yeah, I mean, you guys can go. I'm, is it my turn? I okay. So so I will give it a five. I will give it a fifty-fifty chance of doing it. Because it's in the middle of the year. Sure, playing the odds here. Okay, JD. Okay, so I found it. Borderlands was eighty. Sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll give it. I'll give it a six. All right, Mike, your first prediction. Do I have to read it? I'm embarrassed. You're embarrassed to um, read. I'm embarrassed of my of my predictions. So Anthem will release in February. You're That's real. my prediction. No, it's not. <laughs> okay, so so my real first prediction is that the first team to beat a Shaper Storm event. Um, will take ten to fifteen hours. Hmm. See, that's hard because we don't know even know what a Shaper Storm event's going to be. Dun dun dun! I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that's really high. So I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a four because I think Shaper Storms aren't going to be that long. Wait, you said wait what? So the it's easy to take longer or to take that much time. Yeah, Are you I, confused on your rules? Am I confused on the rules? No, I'm saying that um, Mike's saying it's going to take between 10 and 15. I'm going to guess it's going to be shorter than that. So if 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 I thought that, yeah, it was going to be really long, I would have rated it higher. But I'm going to rate it low because I think it's going to be a lot shorter than that. I don't think it's going to be like a 10 to 15 hour event for someone to clear the first Shaper Storm. So then wouldn't you still want to rate it higher because it's harder to get? Because you don't think that's yeah, going to happen. It's, so that it's, means it's... It's a riskier prediction. Riskier prediction. Ah, uh, well, I guess it's true. <clears throat> I will give it a. I will give it a nine, so I don't confuse my own rules. I'm confused was, by your own rules. I was. I'll, I'll be say, really. Uh, I'll be really surprised I'm if it goes to ten. On that one, I'm gonna put a pin in this one. <laughs> I'm gonna put a ten on that because I don't think it's gonna take ten hours. You think it's gonna take longer? I think it's gonna take less. Yeah, oh, really? I'm guessing it's gonna be. Yeah. 
Do you we don't even you know, don't remember us playing games together. We don't we're even know what a shaper storm is. I didn't say it. You didn't say oh. us. All right. <laughs> well, we're gonna be the first team. Yeah, I no. doubt that, JD. <laughs> we all have full time jobs. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, uh, I think that Anthem will have three to four story content updates in the first year. So you need to rate Mike's prediction. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I, that's I thought I did. Uh, that that was that's gonna that's gonna, be skip. A, uh, that's, that's gonna that's gonna be a ten for me, dog. All right, so Mike, if you get this, you're going to be up in the points bracket. So J- JD, your first prediction. How does your average give him a ten when there's a nine in there? It's rounded up. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so I think that Anthem will have a will have three to four story content updates in the first year. Can you define story content updates? Uh, basically, meaning that it's not just adding. Um, it's not just adding. Uh, like a couple of extra activities or uh, play areas or missions, but that it's actually um, it's actually adding like more to the story, like kind of like the difference between like um, um, to use like Destiny as an example. Um, it's like they have like small little <laughs> updates here and there, but it's kind of uh, it'd be more like um, Curse of Osiris or the War Mind or whatever. So like a full, like, like a full, like, like, like a little, like a little mini, like a mini campaign uh, that they add on to it. So if they like one weekend, they just drop like one new mission. You're not counting that as. Uh, that, I mean, like if it doesn't add, if it doesn't add like, like story to it, and I mean like a good amount of story, not like, oh, we made up like a quick throwaway line to make sense of this mission existing suddenly. So give like, us a, like a little bit more. Give us a quantifiable range of story content because if they drop a couple missions, and it's like, oh, this was I, this had story in define it. Define how many missions that story has had. I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I'm already quantifying like three to four uh, story content. So I mean, like it really depends. Um. Basically, like it just has its own mini campaign. Like I'm pretty sure, like other people in the community will kind of know what I'm talking about. Here. Like, <laughs> so something. That, so you're saying you, that is the most ambiguous. Three... Hey, 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 hey! We, uh... hey, we let we let Mike make a bet on a shaper storm, and we don't even know what that is. Right, but but we know it's quantifiable because once a shaper storm gets released, we know what it's going to be. Like story say, content, um... is it? Is it something that's Maybe added like, to the codex? A mission that is like this I, is a story I, mission. I, I, am, I am leaving my update the way it is. I am leaving my prediction the way it is. So we'll quantify it as uh, similar size expansions. If it, if, it ha- yeah. if it has its own like little story campaign, then that's a story update. Okay. So one I mission is a story. Con- so like if it's just one mission, that counts. Story story campaign. Like we're talking, like a, a, I don't know, at least three missions. If you if you really need a if you okay, really need three missions. See, that. that's what we needed. That's now we're three. I'm gonna type now this in here so we don't forget. Cuckling with Gath. <laughs> three mission campaign. I'm gonna. That sounds very easy because I know that they've talked about wanting to update things a lot more quickly. So I'm guessing we're gonna get a lot of story missions added throughout the year. You think, but so do you think they're going to do more than four? I mean, I'm, so if they do I'm more than four, then his predictions. So, 
Yeah, if they, if they do, if they do more than four, but if if we're saying at, at least three missions in a in a story campaign, then yeah, so I think that'll be different. Are you saying three to four or more than four? Because here it says three to four story content updates. So if they do no, more, I'm, you're say, I'm saying I'm saying I would I would be wrong if they do more than four. Okay, and less than three. So, so then I'm going to put that really high because I think they're going to do way more than four content updates. I mean that's I'll the give that a seven. Their system, I mean that's a lot. What their system's been talking about being able to do it quicker. I mean, because when they did JD, you can tell us when they did updates for Mass Effect, Dragon Age. How many times did they update the game in one year? It, uh, for the the most uh, the most recent example, because Andromeda didn't, didn't get any DLC. Well, we're not going to count um, Andromeda. Inquisition. Inquisition. Yeah, uh, Inquisition. Uh, that was the same team. Um, it was about the same. They had three uh, big story updates, but they had smaller updates in between. Like they just added more items, more weapons, more armor, and a couple of addition additional missions that had like written stuff to them. But uh, like we're talking like things with like proper animated cutscenes and like storyline to them, and multiple missions and a new area. Uh, that was only like three times in a year. Right on. I think it'd be more than that. Yeah, I'm hoping it's more than that, and that's what they've been telling us. I, so. I, if if I lose, I still win because I get more story content to play. But you don't so. get a steel book, <laughs> Mike. What you got? That glows. Shout out a number. I think the anthem will have a three to four story content updates in the first year. I'm gonna go with. So if I think it's gonna happen, it's a high number. If you think it's gonna be less than that or more, then you need a high number. Yeah, one is it's definitely so, gonna happen. Ten is so there's I, no way gonna happen okay then one okay because i think three that makes sense okay. i mean one a quarter right one a quarter i hope you're wrong all right my next prediction prediction now that we're prediction now that we're experts at this game so i <laughs> predict that prediction. halleck is gonna die during the critical path of the game <sighs> devin did you say one yep mike because you happen. Th- that means you do think it's gonna happen right I don't think he's going to die. I'm going to give it a seven. JD? Uh, I'm with I'm with Mike on this one. I'm probably going to give it a seven as well. Mentor always dies. Uh, Devin, your next prediction. Two additional difficulty levels will be added by the end of 2019. I think that's an easy prediction that that'll easily happen, and they'll probably add more. So I'm going to give you a low score. I'm going to give you two. I appreciate it. You're welcome, Mike. I appreciate you agreeing with me. Okay, so we are at two additional difficulty levels. Um, so that, would that be like what Grandmaster does that mean? Four and Grandmaster four and Five? Four and Five. Oh, level cap? Um, no, not level cap. Level difficulty. Oh, level difficulties. Yeah. I think that'll happen. So I'll give it a two. JD. I'll give it a. I'll give it a four. Give it a four. Going borderline. All right, Mike. Your next prediction. My next prediction. Prediction. See, See? You, got <laughs> <doing> <laughs> <it too. laughs> you got me doing it too. So during the um, one of the live streams, we met a character named Tassin, and I think she's a good she person to know. Being, I think she ends up being evil. 
like like evil to the point that it affects story, not just like oh you're evil. I'm gonna give you a ten because she's already evil. I think so. <laughs> she won't end up being evil. She's already evil. I'm gonna say ten as well. JD. So so uh, so I don't agree with you. So then, why uh, am I getting a high score? Because if if because you are right, it happen. If you are right, you get more points at the end because you predicted it. So we're disagreeing with you. Basically, you you're making a crazy call, like you're making a crazy prediction, and you're getting massively rewarded for being right with your crazy prediction. Correct. Yeah. It's like no, it's, it, like, it, it's like if I. Okay. Like, like, ta- like Tasson is she's secretly your baby. Mac doesn't understand game. We should cap out baby. Mike's face right there. All right, JD, what, what do you give? Is, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say six. You're going borderline. You're thinking she's evil also, or gonna be evil. The whole, hey, Bioware surprised me in the past. I could like anybody in this story could be evil. I, I mean, Halleck. Halleck could be evil and like is secretly working for the Dominion and it's only like getting the freelancers to come back just to destroy them all over again. It could happen. And it glows in the dark. Halleck glows in the dark? JD, your next prediction. Um, so this one is kind of similar to the other one because I was just desperate for a fourth um, prediction, but I predict major content updates will come every two to three months. Define major. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, having uh, having at least uh, more than five hours of content. All right, I will type. Five hours Mike speed or five hours Devin speed? Uh, like, I don't know who establishes, like, how long games are or, like, how much hour, how many hours of content. I don't know which guy establishes that, but five, five hours. All right, we'll let, uh, we'll let IGN establish that. Because they do all that stuff. All right, I'm gonna give you a low. I'm gonna give you a high score because I'm gonna. There's going to be more than that. I think awesome. that I think there will be updates every month. So I'm gonna give you a high score. I'm gonna give you updates an every month. Yep. Every month. Mm-hmm. Five hours of content every month. I guess it I depends think... on how you <clears throat> define content, though. So. Yeah, so like for me, when I was thinking I was armor, weapons, you know, gear, that kind of stuff, I wasn't thinking of story as content, um, per se. Well, I mean, I, that's I, what like, I came. That's what came. Five hours, mind. five hours of playable content. So, like, I don't know, like uh, additional missions. So let, um, let me let me posit this question, JD. If this falls under your thing, if they release a weapon that you want in this one content drop and it takes you five hours to grind and get that weapon. Does that count? No. But it's content. Five hours of new content. Like, it, like if it's not, if it doesn't have like a new mission to go with it, then... Well, it does say major content, so... Um, yeah. I mean, but in this game, like, maybe... Well, I guess we don't know how it's going to happen. We don't know anything about bit packs and when they're going to release bit packs. Yeah, I'll give it a six. Yeah. All right, Mike. Since there's, it's a oh, truly you have a dizzying intellect. All right, so we're on number three prediction. No, you're gonna rate JD's prediction that we just talked oh, about shoot. for the last ten minutes. <laughs> what? Come on. Sorry, guys, I'm lost. I predict that a major content every two to three months. I think that is going to happen. 
Oh, major content? I don't think that will happen. So that's a high number? Yes. Si, senor. 42. 42 out of 10. <laughs> I'll just put it at 10 because that's how my Excel sheet works. All right, next prediction. I predict that we are going to have eight javelins. I predict that our listeners have stopped listening at this point. I predict that we no longer have any listeners to this show. I'm going to give you a one because that has obviously happened. Eight javelins by the end of the, by the, end of the year. By the end of 2020 is what you have here. Let's see, by 2020. So I'm going to put, I will will put by the end of 2019. Um, For a total of eight javelins that you can play as. I'll give you an eight. All right. Mike? There will not be that many javelins by the end of the year. So you will get a ten. You're working on man, Mike. You are you are getting it, man. Well done, JD. Math's hard, friend. Shut up. I am. I am also going to give this a ten. You guys really don't think that we're going to get any new javelins, or how many do you think we're going to get? I mean, I don't. I don't think we're going to get eight. Okay, uh, eight total. That's one a quarter. If I bet, I bet we get one a year if we get one. Because think about think about the uh, the type that we have. We've got we've got an assassin type. We've got a tank. We've got a balanced, and we've got an elemental. What else? What other? What other? Uh, sure, character we don't, model we don't have a there? bard. We don't have a cleric. We don't have a thief, and we don't have a. Yeah, we do. We have, a, we have a thief in the interceptor. So no, that builds agile. Yeah, quick, agile, stealthy. We've got a we've got a cleric in the intercept in the uh, in the. Uh, Really, Storm. you can build any character to do anything currently. That's you not can, true. You you want you want the Colossus in the back healing people. So we know, Come on, yeah. Man. So sure. we know the Come monitor on. has a different That's javelin. That's I'm going to put the Colossus. We have a mon- <laughs> The monitor has a different javelin that we could potentially Lock use. Me, guys, I got this in the back here. <laughs> the the only the only game to do something similar uh, to what Steve is suggesting is Warframe, and the fastest that they get a new Warframe out is usually like six months. Or Dota, League of Legends, months. Hero of the Storm, and they release I'm new characters. I'm thinking two, but I'm thinking four. Six but a th- month. But those already, those already started off with a pretty large cast of like, of I don't know what you would call that, like classes, characters, champions, I don't... Alright, that's what we're going with. Four, when like when we have eight, then I'll get all those points. Alright. Devin, your next one. Um, let's see here. Anthem will create over $150 million in revenue during the first quarter. During first so quarter? I'm going to give you a 10. During its, you know, like the first quarter of its sales, right? So, um, based so off and, and of... its first, like, quarterly report? Yeah, so based off of the fact that Mass Effect Andromeda sold uh, an estimated 2.5 million copies in the first quarter... Which netted them like 120 million in revenue, so I'm guessing this is going to sell more than 2.5 million copies in the first quarter. So, so we're and just I, gonna give it around that. Much. And I guess we have to think that we're not in. Th- that's just copies of the game. That's not even talking about bit packs or whatever else we're going to be buying, which could yeah, yeah we're potentially not, we're not talking just about cosmetic um, microtransactions or anything like that. That's harder well, than... Technically, it says revenue, so... 
Reve- yeah, mm-hmm. revenue. So <laughs> you know what? I'm I would I'm gonna give this a uh, I'm gonna give this a uh, I'm gonna give this a, a, a two. Now that's just your Bioware fanboy speaking there, JD. Come on. No, I, hey. Hey, I'm guessing this is going to be more. Andromeda than that. made 111 million at, at its first quarterly report, and that was a quote-unquote financial failure for Bioware. Yeah, but we're also but, talking about. But it I mean, still made money. I mean, Bioware fans yeah, it, picked it up day one before reviews, right? I even bought it day one. <laughs> so you've got that to take into account, and then the fallout well, from it, that, it's, it's the just, fallout from it, Fallout 76. It's just another forty million, and I think Anthem, especially with the bigger market that it's appealing to, and the microtransactions, I think it's going to be able to hit over one foot, well, one fifty million, easy. Yeah, I think you need to up your uh, up your amount here, Devin. Considering microtransactions, I mean, you put the Carlton in there, and you don't get sued by Alfonso. What's his name? <laughs> Ribera. You're probably uh, it's not in there. It's not going to be there. If it was, it got taken out. You're going to leave it at one fifty. Yeah. All right. I'm going to give it low. I'm going to give you a two. JD said hey, he was going to give you a two. You can't change it. Well, <laughs> it that's, what, that's before I'm like, oh, microtransaction. Mike is going to rate A. I think Mike fell asleep. Mike did not fall asleep. He's here. He's trying to. I'm, I'm trying to find out online if there's um, rules oh, yeah. to this game. He has a calculator. Um, I do. Um, 150 the, mil. The, high or low? Low. High. Low. You were closest without going over. 150 million um, in the first so, quarter. If you read it, it says Anthem will create over 150 million in revenue. So anything over 150, and I'm correct. No, yeah. I understand that. I, I have no frame of reference for this. So I'm going to say $1. So, if you were listening to the last couple Devin, minutes instead of looking at your phone. I'm All right, $1 Mike, bomb. your next one. Third perdition for Mike. My third perdition. <laughs> I give him a one. <laughs> Devin's gonna give him a one. Um, I predict. I am predictating oh, that there will be another ten. planet slash continent by end of year. Ten. Ooh. Because because you don't think it. No, I think they're just gonna continue to expand our continent. There's no okay. space travel, right? There's no. There's no, that ripstream keeping us down, yeah, throttling the man down. There's, there's, a, there's a shaper storm. A there's, there's portals. There's. We also know that you can rip through the fabric of time and reach through, like the scars, teleport around. So that's a possibility. Oh boy! I mean, the heart, the heart of rage was producing when Mike Gamble was talking about it in the reveal for when they did the video for kind of funny games. The heart of rage has been burning for a while, and there's a bunch of creatures coming out of there. I probably just broke NDA. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, you, you, we might need so, to. You just repeated this something part. up in yeah, YouTube whoa, whoa, videos. Man, it's so, it's so hard to remember what is what. <laughs> wow, that bleep sure sounded weird. That's nothing wow, NDA about that. That was on a YouTube video. It's not a problem. Okay. Mike, I am going to give you a two because I'm guessing that we're going to have another continent. JD, your rank uh, of the prediction? I'm going to say seven. On the it fence. could happen, but I don't think it will. All right, JD, you're number three. Um, I predict there will be a fifth javelin by the end of 2019. I'm going to give you one. one. Devin's going to give you one. Mike, I think it's going to happen. Okay, Mike's so going to give you one. Do you want to revise, JD? 
push that no. prediction up or you're just I mean you're just gonna no. get one point if you're right and that's it you know what you're not I, even gonna gamble I, on that hey are you gonna might gamble um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. all right move it along let's go okay on. I was gonna give you a chance but all right um my fourth prediction there will be a wooden texture by the end of 2019. Give you a four. Four it is. Mike? I think it will happen. Mike's going to give me a four. Like, I we'll, really we'll just think keep it, it in I, mind. I, I oh, really so you think really think? Okay, I'm going to give you one. JD? Okay. Uh, I'll give it a three. Three? Can I revise then? Because this is really low and I can just push this up. Nope. So I uh, so just just sure. go with me if I want to go through a texture if I want to go through a te- from a texture to an actual decal if that would change your guys' minds. Nope. Nope. Uh, yep. So an actual decal instead of just having a texture. I'll give you a ten on a decal. All right, I'm gonna go change this to a decal so I can get Devin's ten. Mike JD, does it change yours or no? Nope. Uh, to have a decal, sure. I bet we won't get a decal. I bet it'll just be a texture. So, what number are you going uh, with? A decal. So, I'm going a decal. All right. Not a decal. A decal. JD, you change it or you still say it as a decal? Six. Six. With the decals. All right. Devin. First raid like post launch content drops by end of April. Let's see, February, March, April. Um, that's first quarter. That's, that's like super easy. I'm going to give you a one. I bet it happens like super soon after. I'm with uh, Steve on this one, so I'll probably say a one. Mike? Yeah, it, it'll it'll happen. It's first quarter. You want to revise, Devin? Um, <clears throat> by the end of March. I would still give you one. I mean, we're going 22nd of February. I mean, if you were like pushing the end of February, maybe that's only uh, that. If, if it's the end of March, if it's the end of March, that'll change mine probably to like a, a, a five or a six. That's only four weeks. I'll say by the first week, by the end of the first week of March. So by the by second the of March, because. So by the second of the March, you're saying by the second of the no, March, the end of the first week, end of, week. end of the first week, end of the first full week of March, so the ninth of March. Yeah. So by the ninth of March. Oh, that's early. That's a full. That's two weeks Ooh, after lunch. That's, a, that's early. That's too early. That's too early. People don't even have. All right. All right. I'll give so that. People don't even have all four javelins yet, do they? Unless you're on PC, then you're probably already there. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna up three it, weeks. I'm gonna up it to a seven because that's soon. That's two weeks. That's fast. That's an I'll eight from me. Mike just made up some points. There. Six. Let's do six. I, just I made appreciate up some points, your points. Our <clears throat> so average is seven. Mike, your it's fourth prediction. <laughs> I don't like. Oh, I don't like. Oh man. <laughs> your fourth prediction. My fourth prediction. I'm not very good at this stuff. Um, we will find a loot cave in the first month. One. That's not your prediction. That's, That's not a says. good prediction. That's what it says. I should change it. <laughs> we'll find a loot cave in the first month. Um, like, all right, so quantify loot cave. Like, 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 um, Destiny One loot cave. Like, I'm I mean, say ten. 
I mean, anywhere you shoot, the loot comes out. Why, I mean, you, like, what are you uh, saying? Uh, can you could you define a loot cave? Like, in well, fun? yeah, it's it's a cave that you get loot out of. Where they constantly spawn and drop. Yeah, yeah, like like I think I think so, we all here know what. No, but I mean, loot. you can like you could find any cave, and if there's an enemy in there, so you no, but but it has to be like it needs to be repeatable on the same level. Yeah, and it needs to go viral and have that you know like like how it was. I th- I think for it to count as a loot cave, um, Bioware would have to patch it out. Okay. So an exploit an exploitable farming location. That so is so we have to find that patched out by the developer. <laughs> we have to cause bio. So so my prediction is really Bioware fixes not fixes but it takes away all of our fun. Yes. Takes away all of our fun. No, let's not do that then because that was a dumb one. Circle back to me. I'll come up with a different prediction. <laughs> okay, JD. <laughs> um. My prediction is we will likely see clan systems in the first six months. One. I will give you one. Two. I'll tell you. Do you want to, <laughs> or do you want to update that? Uh, let, let's say... That's let's a one-point prediction. You're going to update it to three months? I'll say three months. Because it, it, t- it took them a little while, um, I think, for Destiny... And other games, and it's not planned at launch, is it? I don't think it is. Uh, so I'm going to tell you right now. Ben Irving uh, was asked a question about the alliance system or the clans, and he said, mm-hmm. "I can't tell you right now, but we need to tell you about that real soon." So uh, I'm guessing okay. it's going to be there, if not at launch, very soon, right after. I'm. So, I would guess at launch. Yeah, my guess is at launch because yeah, the alliance systems. In the that's stream, still so. technically within the first three months. So, yeah, that's why. So it'd be super easy. Yeah, I mean, I'm fi- I'm fine with that. I'm like, so I'm gonna still leave it at one. <laughs> you're you're but, fine with uh, a one pointer. Look, I'm I'm fine with it because it was hard enough coming up with these in the first place. <laughs> what? It was and, easy. <laughs> and I, I'm not like I'm not I don't have the mental acuity with me at the moment to create a clever or interesting or challenging one right now. In the moment, so yeah, okay, okay, cool. <laughs> so, so I came up with a different prediction. I think the companion app will allow us to change the appearance of our javelins. One, so th- oh, I'm so good at this game. <laughs> Are you talking um, like right away or right? What do you I mean know. right away? Technically, they talked about it and said that would be a cool feature, but I don't know that that's going to be. Oh, so we need to put a time frame on this. Let's put this. Let's well, we do don't even this. know when the companion app is going to come out, or if there's even going to be a companion app. Oh, there will be a companion. So, app. Uh, well, I guess if we don't know if there's going to be a companion app because we haven't heard anything. If you put a time frame on it, put a time frame on it. Within within a month of companion app release. Because I'm guessing this would be a day one feature for a companion app. Or else why have a companion app if it? you can't change the Was day. it in the Destiny companion app at day one? Pretty I don't sure. I don't remember. I don't think it was. What else Actually, were we using it for remember. then? We weren't reading Grimoire cards on it. just looking at it. <laughs> yeah, that's all. I, was... <laughs> I don't remember. I'll give you a two. Devin oh. gives you a two. No, okay, I'll give you five. Thanks, Devin. So we don't have to come back to this again. 
Okay, I'll, I'll give, give five. you a five too. Just for parody sake. <clears throat> All right, prediction number five. So I predict there will be two Anthem novels released before 2020. Ten. All right. I have insider information. Mike? I don't think there will be two. So is that a ten? How many do you think Three. there will be? Maybe one. I'll give Have you we ten. already heard there's going to be one? No. JD? Oh. Um, and, uh, we're not we're not counting uh, we're not counting Comics, graphic no. novels in this. No. Nope. Okay. No. Um, then I will also. I'm going to say I'm going to say uh, six. Six it is. Devin. Anthem's first story DLC arrives in April. I thought we weren't getting DLC. It's DLC, but it's free for everyone. Free DLC? January, February, yeah. March, April. I'm going to give you a four because I think it's going to happen sooner. Mike? Uh, two. Two, JD? I like numbers. I'm going to say uh, eight. Eight? Because that's a fairly accurate shot he's calling. Like, yeah, I mean, like, I'm like I'm not entirely confident that it's going to arrive in April. Hmm. Could arrive in March. Could arrive in May. But we also know they've been saying, "Hey, you guys, we're going to get content out quicker to the players." What kind of content? The downloadable kind, because <laughs> everything's going to be <laughs> downloadable. So never mind changing it to a one. All right, Mike, your last one. My last one is that Freelancer Codex will get a shout out in game. I'm going to give that a ten. Kevin, JD, it's happen. They're not, they're not giving us a shout. Boom, JD. Hey, look, I won. <laughs> you did win. Good um, job, Mike. Well done. <laughs> uh, I think there will be at least five Bioware Easter eggs and Anthem. I'll give you a one. If you need me to one, Mike. All right, everybody knows what I mean by Easter egg. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> We've already seen one. We've seen the N7 javelin. <laughs> Yeah, that's one. That's not like five. Yeah, now we got four to go. And how many other, uh, how many other franchises do they have? All right, you don't want you don't want to change that, JD. You want to up it? You want to up it at all? Because that seems pretty easy. Uh, Would if I change it to eight? Would it make any difference? No, I still think that's low. Unless you have like twenty. Twenty. And I do mean like proper, like like. Proper Easter eggs, like you know. <laughs> so, so, so even JD, if you're like you, it's not going to change. Yeah, you could be like, you could be like, hey guys, this plant was from uh, Mass Andromeda, and Mass and it Andromeda. was there in the first scene, <laughs> and then and then you you'd could be like it's in there. So you, you could, could totally just ha- like take us for a ride. <laughs> you could just have an egg and be like, that's a reference to what's his face. I I I don't think that there will be twenty like I. I that's way too many Easter eggs. It's a big I world, see. man. I, I mean, there could be like, carvings on the wall of a of a tempest somewhere. That's like, oh look, there's like, a tempest. I could, I could think of like the Bioware references and other Bioware games have been always been like less than five. What's in uh, what's less than five? Yeah, armor called in Mass Effect. It's like pal something. The what? What are they called? Are they called paladins? Uh, pal- what, what, what are you talking? I didn't hear your question, really. I don't know. I'm just telling myself. Don't worry about it. Oh, I mean, <laughs> so- there, 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 there was a blood dragon armor in Mass Effect 2, 
And that was one of two references to Dragon Age in Mass Effect. And there were no references to... Well, no, there was a reference to Jade Empire, and then there was a reference to uh, Knights of the Old Republic in Mass Effect 2 as well. And I, I th- there might have been a fifth Easter egg, but that was it. Just Googling, just using my Google foo, 15 Easter eggs you totally missed in Mass Effect Andromeda. 12 Easter eggs found in Mass Effect 3. All right, we're done with this. I'll, I'll say, I'll say ten. I'll say ten. That's as high as I'm going to go. I'm not going to say twenty. That's I mean, it's it's many. it's your prediction. I'm just saying, if you want more than one possible point to win a steel case at the end of 2019, I'm going to say still... at least ten. Oh, at least ten. So then, anything more than 10. ten is fine. And they have to be Bioware related, right? They have to be Bioware related. Bioware related. Uh, like it, it can't it can't one. be like a reference to Kingdom of Amalur, like they did in Mass Effect Three. Or Mass Effect Two, whichever one that was, it has to be. It has to be referencing another Bioware product. I don't mean like a reference to another EA property. Like I don't know, like the Dead Space armor in Dragon Age Two. That was dumb. So All when right. they have Madden armor, losses. <laughs> when they when they have a Denver Bronco decal <laughs> on there. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a seven. Gone, ten. John Madden. Because ten specifically Bioware seems high, so I'm gonna give you a seven. Devin. One. Mike, I'll leave it at one. Leave it at one. All right, <laughs> I got you two one. extra points, JD. I did my hardest for. Okay, so possible points at the end of this. I have a possible thirty-seven points. Devin has a possible twenty-two points. Mike has a possible forty points, and JD has yeah! a possible of eighteen points. So we'll see you at the end of the year. I mean, it feels like the end of the year already after we got through this whole game. So, a couple of things <laughs> that the listeners predicted. Wait, that wasn't the game. I didn't win. No, we have to actually see who gets them right at the end of 2019, and then we uh, see who wins. I'm so disappointed. So we'll look back at this, and none of us will remember by 2019. Yeah, well, oh, what yeah. are you talking about? I'm going to remember. This thing is labeled here's, episode here's 67 prediction. prediction show. Here's my prediction. We will forget about this by the end of 2019. Uh, <laughs> you might, but I spent a lot of time putting this show together, JD. So I don't know if you know this or not, but I probably won't forget. Okay, so Matt Rice 9 says that there will be a companion app at the end. Matt Ruiz says we'll find out the monitor is our father as their prediction. So what do you guys rate monitor our father on scale 1 to 10? I'm going no. 1. No, no, 10. JD? Specifically, our father. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, ten. <laughs> All right. So I'm surprised a lot of it, none of us said any of this in our um, predictions. But Frank the Rook says it's going to be successful beyond expectations. We'll get PvP announcement before the end of the year. And I pray the second part of your prediction never comes true, Devin. Oh, that's Devin. You added that on there. <laughs> I was like, I'm just gonna keep reading this through. So, <laughs> prediction for PvP, I'm going to give that a 10. I hope it never happens. And 10, I hope, I pray it never happens. Uh, 10, 12, is a play. 12, it's not going to happen. All right, so Praxis says, I know they said no PvP at launch, but what about PvPE, where two teams fight to beat a boss the fastest? Can't kill the other team, but maybe disrupt them. I'm going to give that a 10. 10. That I don't think it'll happen. I don't think it'll happen either. Like ever? Yeah, I don't think you'll uh, have. I don't think you'll be able to disrupt the other team. I think. Well, I don't think that's built we, into the game. So. 
It's built for four people. The server can only take four people. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's if it's built for four, I don't yeah. know how easy that would be. Yeah. I've never engineered a server in my life, so. Ah, I'll I'll give it a I'll give it an eight just because I actually kind of want to see that happen. Like I wouldn't mind like racing another team to completing an objective. His specific one, I'll give a ten, but I'm I'm guessing they're gonna have some kind of competition type stuff i mean what's because if they do a competition that's pve i mean you could do that just with a stopwatch right i mean what's the point of integrating that into like would you you'd have to find a lobby that fits eight people or something like that or you know it's just all about i mean the leaderboards especially create a competitiveness in and of themselves so it's like this team has the fastest clear of the stronghold on this difficulty. You know, those leaderboards create competitiveness just by themselves. Like even in, in Diablo three, when we're playing the seasons, we're looking, okay, we have a three man team. This is how far up the leaderboards we are. That's pretty cool. Okay. Let me try We're going to try and push higher on the leaderboards, you know? So, right. And I don't think, I don't think a leaderboard would follow fall under PVPE though. I mean, that just seems no, like I don't think so. this, it's just a leaderboard and that gets you the competitive competitiveness that yeah, you would want out of that. Mm-hmm. So, all in for leaderboards. Hopefully they have them. So, Rusted writes in and says, random statistics recorded, like how many flares Mike Gamble chucks in a mission, how many times he crashes into a wall, and how many grabbits Mike Gamble kills. So, I'm going to give that a... I'm guessing they're recording that, so I'm going to give that a one. I bet all these stats yeah, are recorded. I think That's how they're going to... I'm going to give it a four. I think Mike's checked out. So Mike Lampson? Is it my turn? <laughs> Put your phone away. No, it's not your turn. <laughs> okay. Turn your phone in before class starts. <laughs> I know. You're a teacher. Like We've we've completely lost Mike this one. I know you've been on vacation. It's like high, on this high-level thinking is like just floored him. It's like, I've got some meth, man, break. if you need some. <laughs> but See, okay. I don't understand why Steven is talking about We so, had, uh, so we we had uh, drug training today. Um, so, Dropkick Hoonigan, I'm going to mute Mike real quick. Um, <laughs> oh, so, Dropkick says, a future update will uh, include clan features such as ranking banners and emblems eligible for placement on javelins. Clan emblems on my thick boy... Never mind. He just said thick boy shield. I'm going to erase this. And you read it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to delete that. So, the Anthem mm-hmm. show, there will be competitive racing league with a ladder system. Racing as in speed runs. Um... I'll give that a ten. I mean, that's I guess that's the thing that we have been talking about. If there is a leaderboard, um, I don't I don't think there'll ever be a ladder system. Yeah, this is this is like a twenty. I don't think they'd ever give you a rank depending on where you at, where you are, how many people you're up against. Because what because what would you what you at what you at on the ladder? So I don't think they would be able to even rank that. I mean, if you're doing support or running a specific role, how do you even get ranked on the system like that? I don't think that's going to happen. That sounds Ten. way too far-fetched. We made some crazy predictions. These are all some crazy prediction, predictions. I still can't say that freaking word. Mike, thanks for sticking <laughs> with us for this whole show. Glad you could be here. Thanks for coming back. You will definitely yeah. hear about it in your employee review later on. That happens at the <laughs> beginning of each year. So I don't even know how to end this thing. The thing that gets me is like this. this, is, this episode is still going on. <laughs> We're excited. We're stoked. We're ready for Anthony. Play, play the outro. Month. Just play the outro. I think I'm just going to keep going to spite you. I mean, the thing is, like, I mean, 
we could I, I feel like I could keep talking about Anthem and keep recording the show uh, for another two and a half hours. So I mean it's finally gonna be here. I'm excited for it. Until next time, freelancers, if Mike is even on the show after this episode, if you can't, you know, pay attention just a little bit. There's a shaper storm on the horizon. We'll see you on the other side. <laughs> Later. Bye bye. I can't even find the button. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Twitter at Freelancer Codex. On Facebook at Freelancer Codex or through email at freelancercodex at gmail.com. Join the Discord through the link provided at freelancercodex.com. Our show will always be free, but if you'd like to send some support, you may do so at patreon.com slash freelancercodex. Our individual Twitter handles are at Stephen Lamson, at MLamson25, at Neverfear, Don't follow Mike. and at JD the Joke Dealer. Freelancers, it's time to get to work. He probably won't even be paying attention. He won't know that you're tweeting at him. <laughs>